Welcome into the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. And now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host. Thank you for joining us today. We're excited to have you in, and we're also excited to have Mark Griffith in, our executive producer and co-host right here. He shaved off his beard. Folks, he looks about 30 years old. Handsome is Handsome young man over here. I can't use any of my jokes anymore where I've made fun of your age. I'm kidding. Um, but he's here with us, Mark Griffith, um, as well as Eric, our producer, Thank everyone for joining us. And don't forget, you can go to thehousinghour.com if you would like to join uh, the movement that we uh, have started on housing and information and community and all of the things that we've put. The treasure trove you can find at thehousinghour.com. And also, you can find us on the social media platforms. So your Facebook.com slash The Housing Hour, at The Housing Hour is our Twitter handle, um, as well as on Pinterest. You can just type in Mark Griffith, find his <laughs> his Pinterest page. Um, but we're thankful today to be here. Uh, we have a great week ahead of us. And this weekend, of course, um, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, maybe you might be listening to it prior to Saturday. But regardless, this weekend is our big weekend for the marathon. So on Sunday, um, yours truly will be attempting the 26.2 mile uh, track for the second time. I'll be very excited to get out there and get started. (laughs) And I think it's going to be a gorgeous day too. Oh, good. It may be a little rainy in the morning, but then it's clear out in the afternoon. That's fine. So that's what's happening uh, around around MIG, and today we have on the show somebody that Mark actually met at a BNI group, which you meet some very good folks there. There's You've interesting good, people yeah. at these BNI groups. So we have in studio with us Larry Sharp, who is the president of the uh, Veterans Appreciation Program, and uh, I guess that is actually the name, um, and that's a very straightforward Veterans Appreciation Program. Larry, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. And yes, that is the, uh, that is the name. It makes it, uh, kind of long for a, uh, for a, uh, uh, email address, Veterans Appreciation Program <laughs> yeah. at gmail.com. But, you know, it's, uh, that is it and it is direct with hopefully, uh, it somewhat explains itself. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit first before we get too deep into what you do. Um, I know that what the program offers is is some kind of appreciation, show that appreciation in form of a discount potentially or whatever. Before we get too deep into the program, your your heart is for veterans. You're passionate about it is what it sounds like, right? Uh, most certainly, most certainly. So with that in mind, like with you having a passion for veterans, I want to start there. Where, what gave you this passion for veterans? Well, um, to start with, I am one, Mm you know, I'm a, I'm a disabled vet from the Vietnam era. And so, uh, you know, um, my brother, uh, was in Vietnam and, uh, my father was on, uh, Saipan during World War II. So, you know, we've got military running through our blood all the way back to great grandfather. So, uh, and, you know, just in general, you know, you know, if it's, if it weren't, if it weren't for the veterans, we wouldn't be sitting here talking today. So, uh, I am very passionate about it. I believe in, uh, 
who they are and what they do. And, you know, it's uh, sometimes it's unfortunate when they get back that the uh, they can't get all the benefits that they're uh, that they're due. And uh, I kind of got somewhat involved in that simply because, uh, you know, there's uh, the VA has great intentions. And uh, for the most part, they do a great job. But uh, we run into circumstances where uh, where uh, they didn't do such a good job and people got lost in the shuffle and got lost in the cracks and uh, they knew about my organization and called me and I tried to help some of them out and so you know it's kind of a double-edged sword what we do we we certainly uh, believe in businesses giving veterans discount and we put that on our website but at the same time we take we take uh, some of the monies that we get, and we donate it to the uh, Ben Ashley Veterans Home mm-hmm. here in Knoxville to help them out. And then we also have a uh, an emergency fund that we have set up for veterans, whereby uh, to cover things that maybe the uh, the VA doesn't like. You know, we you know, we last summer we had a uh, old veteran whose uh, air conditioning went out. And uh, all he wanted was a window air conditioner, and you know where do you get that? You know you don't you don't have the money. The Social Security is not going to get you one. Uh, he contacted the VA, and they suggested that he bring in his last five years of financial uh, reports to show to them to show that he was justified to get a uh, a window uh, air conditioner, which was somewhat extreme. And so you know I don't know. He, I'm sure he couldn't find them or didn't want to didn't want to hunt for them. Uh, but anyway, uh, we found a way to get him that. So, mm. so we we do a lot of things uh, for veterans that we can uh, simply because, as you mentioned, we we are passionate about what we do. So the veterans program, what what <clears throat> makes you guys unique really is the veteran. Obviously, that's the key ingredient to what this whole program that you put together is about um for instance myself who's not a veteran i wouldn't be able to take part in some of the things that you offer which is exactly the way it should be in my years you know i have a lot of family that are veterans you know my brother-in-law is active currently you know my grandfather both of them you know served um and the things that our veterans have done and accomplished for us for us as a not just a community but us as as a state as a region as a country the veterans are the reason why we are able just like you said off air i think able to sit here and have a, a conversation and, and be able to speak freely how we believe what we believe when we believe what we worship how we worship you know what we buy what we don't buy i mean all the the things that freedom stand for it all begins with somebody defending that right and it's not our politicians that are on the front line defending that right. They can talk a big game and all that, and there's some good ones out there. But at the end of the day, it's it's mano y mano, and it's our guys on the front line. That's who protects our freedom. So your Veterans Appreciation Program is not something that um, people out there, I think, could say, oh, well, you know, why can't I get a discount? I, that's not the pushback, I'm sure, right? No, no. I think uh, I think people uh, pretty much like yourself yeah. uh, understand what veterans have invested, and in, uh, as you say, it's not the politicians, the teachers, the lawyers that uh, have uh, 
has secured our freedom over the years. It is the veterans, and uh, I think most people realize that. And uh, so it, it it's a good thing that uh, that they do. Yeah. And I, I found that um, most businesses that I, I run into, um, when you talk about veterans, they're very excited to help and give back. Do you find that as your experience, that the businesses are pretty much open to this? Like, fantastic. What's your experience in that, in that vein? Well, yeah, yeah. For the for the most part, for the most part, I do uh, I do find that out that uh, you know they uh, they care about veterans and you know either they've been in or their uncle or you know their dad or somebody. So certainly they can relate to it, and uh, you know it's uh, it's a sometimes it's it, it comes down to uh, you know well what kind of discount do I want to do? You know, do I do? Uh, you know, 10% off of, uh, you know, new tires. If you buy new tires here, if I'm automotive shop, or is it, you know, 10% off dinners on Friday night or if you're a restaurant. But, uh, so most of the time, most of the time they, they understand who we are and what we do. And, and, uh, that's a good thing. I think it should be uh, discounts every night on dinner, if, if you're asking me. Um, a lot of veterans you mentioned a moment ago, and Mark, you know, that's too, so true. We have a lot of veterans returning, whether it be from Afghanistan or could be from, you know, tours, wherever. Week. Yeah. And they when they do come home, and we'll talk more about this in the next segment as we continue on the show. We only have about a minute left. But um, I don't want to say that. You know, because you're a Vietnam vet, and what you experienced when you came home, uh, really, the nation as a whole, I think, owes you an apology, frankly. But, you know, at least things are not that way. Uh, you know, we had just a huge movement that was anti-government, anti-military you know, uh, military and so forth. We're not living in those days currently, and that's a good thing. But there's still this... A stereotype, or I think maybe you might even call it a uh, discrimination in a way uh, for veterans because of the condition that they come back in, you know, PTSD, you know, maybe needing to have, you know, a dog who is a a care dog, or I'm not sure the official term of it, but, you know, veterans, when they come home, and that's when we get to this next segment, that's where I'd like to focus is, you know, what type of advocacy that we can do as a community in partnership with you and what, you know, other than the things that you've already told us, um, what can we do as, as just a group to be able to help veterans and help you take what you're doing, the idea of helping really and appreciation and gratitude. And how can we take that to the next step? I think that would be a good place for us to jump into because um, in my mind, you know, just as an example, I know, all of the, the hosts on all the shows here are strong advocates of veterans. You, you have many businesses that want to see veterans succeed. But maybe there's more to the story than just, you know, just a discount. There's a relationship, you know, those type of things. Let's get into all that. And when we get back from these messages, we'll be right back. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. Again, this is Kevin Ray. I am your host. Thank you for joining us here on the Housing Hour. Uh, We have uh, Mark Griffith, who's over there, uh, really spitting some dimes for us today, giving some fantastic feedback as usual. We have Eric in there producing for us. 
Uh, this is exciting. Um, we have in studio with us Larry Sharp, who is the president of Veterans Appreciation Program. And Larry uh, is a veteran himself, a Vietnam veteran. Uh, he has family who have served, so it sort of runs in his blood. And he, uh, back in 2015, was it approximately, um, Larry started this Veterans Appreciation Program and and really just set it up to be a partner to veterans, uh, veterans who uh, are young, old, in between. I mean, it doesn't really matter about that. You know, you just serve veterans. And we talked in the first segment just in generalities of why he does this, what is passion, where does that stem from, and um, why does he do what he does. And all of those things uh, were excellent. And um, I wanted to get a little bit more back into, you know, the veteran when the veteran comes home. And I know that there's companies, you can go to your website, which is veteransappreciationprogram.com, to learn more about what your mission is and get in contact with you as well. Um, but if a veteran's coming back from being gone, and he may be a 25-year-old, he may be a 23-year-old, whatever his age is, um, when he comes back into the community, I know this just from having friends that are veterans, you know, sometimes it's, there's an adjustment period. And what, what do you see about, what do you think about that, that adjustment period? Oh, most certainly. Most certainly there's an adjustment period. And, uh, you know, I think, I think, uh, from what I understand, I think the, uh, the services more are now aware of it than, uh, than it was, uh, years ago during Vietnam. I mean, uh, um, back then you, you came home and, uh, you know, you processed out. So, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in one week, uh, you actually went, you did the reverse of what happened to me when I got drafted, which is I went from sandals to combat boots overnight. Wow. Bam. And, uh, and so now here you are, you're turning around and within a week you come from this, uh, uh, very, very compressed environment. From uh, you go from the combat boots back to sandals, and uh, you know it's it's a shock. It's a good shock, but it's a, it's it's a it's a different world. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Kevin. Uh, Larry told me a story. I want I want you to tell this on air <laughs> because of his transition to the Vietnam and then his brother coming home. Mm. Would you tell that story, please? Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, my my brother uh, was in Vietnam and uh he uh he got back to the states in June and uh of that very same year I got drafted in August hmm. so and <laughs> as I was telling Mark but we had one heck of a July hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome i bet hey what year was that 72 Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, you, you should, and you deserve that month. And I'm sure your brother was glad to be back and um, also, you know, very proud of you to send you on your way, you know? Yeah, yeah, we were uh, most certainly proud to uh, proud to get him back home because uh, mm-hmm. he, uh, he was right in the thick of it, and uh, uh, it was good to get him back. And, uh, you know, we all celebrated it. Uh, but, again, uh, you know, you also got to remember uh, the caregivers. You know, it mm-hmm. uh, absolutely drove my mother up the wall. You oh, know, my, to, yeah. to 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 get one back, mm. and uh, then bam, have another one gone. And yeah, 
you know, and, you know, I, I, there's not much you can say, not much you can do. You know, you can, you know, you can uh, change your name or go to Mexico or run off to Canada or whatever you want to do. But none of those were a viable option for me. Yeah. And, you know, when you're that age uh, for the kids today who, you know, served in 2003, for instance, after 9-11, and they went and signed up because they wanted to protect our freedoms. You know, there's obviously so many emotions that go through one when they go from, you know, experiencing 9-11, then they feel this this desire to get involved, and they go out and they sign up, and then go through boot camp, and then go out on the front lines. And, you know, and, and the Iraq was really the first moment where kids, you know, that wanted to get out there, they got to be on the front line, and they went and served, you know. But there's so much fear associated with I can't even imagine the fear, you know. And um, G- Hinky Johnson talks about commitment being staying committed long after the mood that you made it in is left. You know, you make that mood, I'm, I'm committing, I'm going, I'm serving. And then you're on the plane all of a sudden, you're like, oh, what, where am I going? What, what's happening here? So the fear associated with it, just trying to peel back the layers of who a veteran is, how does a veteran deal with that in your, from your perspective? Well, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a shock first. And, uh, you know, you, you realize that uh, uh, you're, you're, for lack of a better word, you're in it. To win it, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, suck it up yeah. and, uh, and and do what you're supposed to do because mm-hmm. not only you know are you taking care of yourself, but you got to realize that the buddies on each side of you are dependent on you. So if you don't do your job, uh, you know, it's the domino effect. Everything everything goes straight to the bottom. So yeah. What was your uh, what capacity were you serving in uh, Vietnam? Well, I I I, I was a uh, I was a radar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you watch Mash, so I I was uh, I did uh, a lot of company clerk stuff because I was lucky enough to be able to type ten words a minute, <laughs> which which was nine <laughs> words faster than most of the guys. But anyway, uh, yeah. you know, and then uh, and then I got a little crazy in. Got bored and uh, and uh, volunteered for uh, recon, mm-hmm. which was uh, you know they called us the cricket crunchers, you know where you went out and spent a couple of weeks out in the bush and and looked around. But uh, you know uh, it's uh, it's you have to uh, realize that once you get there and uh, it's all on you mm-hmm. and uh, you just got to suck it up and do your job. Yeah, I have uh, definitely a lot of respect. Vietnam was a war, I think, unlike many others that we've ever been participants in, in that the length of it, of course, the transparency um, more so than any other war, because you had, you know, way more technology. So there was beginning to be cameras and video and, you know, you had uh, a lot of uh, media attention, of course, and and then you had the the basically the civil unrest. And so you had just a recipe for a veteran, at least um, my sixth grade teacher. He, hopefully, maybe he'll see this. Mr. Volk, uh, Lou Volk, was a, is a veteran of the Vietnam era. And, and looking at how they came back into society um, and was, were able to, you know, do what they had to do. I mean, the respect that I have. I mean, Mark, I mean, I get upset when somebody disagrees with uh, a design that I make in uh, in Photoshop. You know, I mean, I can't even imagine. Kevin, 
the thing that I don't think people realize is, you know, I was, I was, you know, six, seven, eight during this period of time in Vietnam War. We, World War II? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Vietnam, oh. Vietnam, oh, Vietnam, Vietnam War. Yeah. Sorry. But what happened was in our community, yeah. there was people out there that who were older kids that we would play football with in, in the Grange Field in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And then one day they were gone to war mm-hmm. because of the draft. I mean, one day. And then one would be coming home and then he would be lame because of the mm-hmm. war. It was just something that blew my mind away. I couldn't understand why all of a sudden Kenny was disappeared and couldn't mm-hmm. play anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was a, it was a different time because of the draft and the suddenness yeah. of families being torn. Mm. It's just, just blows my mind. Yeah. Thinking and, back on it. And, and so when you think about what the veteran has, what they're facing, mm. whether that be when they're returning home, I mean, you know, it, War is fought a lot differently today than it was in Vietnam, although there's still ground wars that occur and there's still recon. There's still, you know, troops and boots on the ground. So it's not like it's less dangerous to be in war today. It's just fragmented. It's different. The war is fought on different stages and the theater is is much. I sound like I sound like a general or something. I have no idea what I'm talking about, but it is a different type of setting. But kids today that are over there that experience like, you know, uh, IEDs, you know, uh, if, if, if they're in, if in Afghanistan or, you know, if they're if they were in Iraq. I mean, we're talking about a whole bunch of people who serve tours in Iraq, Afghanistan and so forth. Um, but they come back and uh, PTSD is a real thing. You know, post-traumatic stress disorder, it is something that affects a lot of veterans and I don't know what the statistic is today, but at one time it was like one in 21 or one 21 suicides per day for veterans. We got to, you know, we got to take care of our veterans. And that's part of what we're talking about today. We have Larry Sharp, president of the veterans appreciation program. We're going to turn right back around, right back after these messages. I got The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. Again, it's Kevin Ray here with you uh, live on uh, this great day that we have. And we have a studio guest that's um, really doing some amazing things for our veteran community. And uh, we're really excited to have him in studio. Thank you again, Larry, for coming in. And uh, we're here also with Mark Griffith, executive producer uh, over here, co-host, as well as Pinterest poster. He's over there pinning some important information for us right now as we speak. I'm kidding. Um, but we're excited to have Larry in studio because um, one of the things that I know our show, and I, I mean, this isn't news to anyone. We've had many different veteran shows over the years. Um, the Greatest Generation. We had uh, Echoes from the Greatest Generation, which was like a four-part series. Yeah. I can't remember. Um, I, I go back and listen to that every once in a while. And unfortunately, a few of our guests have passed away. Right. Some of the World War II veterans um, who are no longer with us. Um, but we are here with Larry because we're talking about some things that are hopeful for a veteran. And, you know, one of the things that I think Larry is doing just being out here on getting out on the radio and also the BNI group and all the other things that he does is raising awareness and also bringing 
um, some kind of uh, special service to the veterans. And you were talking off air a moment ago, Larry, about, you know, the unsolicited letters that you received. Just just do, do you mind telling one of those stories, just uh, how you're able to help, even maybe if it's not a service straight that you offer, um, but because of where your heart is and being that you're a veteran, um, veterans help veterans, you know. So can you talk a little bit about that? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, the the one I brought up was uh, uh, one of – there's a pharmacy in Anderson County, which is a uh, big believer in uh, in what we do, and and had uh, our, our decal, which is a decal that we put on the front door, the glass of uh, participating businesses. It says proud member of the mm-hmm. – veterans appreciation program so this lady had seen that and uh had uh, found a way to get on uh my email and got my phone number and called me and uh, uh her husband was a was an old vietnam vet and uh he uh he was continually falling out of bed mm. and uh he was she was trying to get a uh, hospital bed and uh, she had called the VA and everybody else and uh, was unsuccessful. And she said, can you help me? And I said, yes, you know, uh, we'll find a way. And so uh, uh, I took it upon myself to one way or another get her a hospital bed. So I went over to, uh, and I'll give them a plug, uh, Riggs Hospital Supply uh uh, out on Emory Road, which is a big believer in VAP, and I went in and sat down and talked to the gentleman there and said, "Hey, you know, here's here's the deal, and you know, we we need to help this old veteran if uh, if we can." And uh, he said, "Yeah." He said, uh, "We'll find a way." He said, uh, "You give me the address," and said, "We will uh, we'll get them a bed out there." And sure enough, uh, he did so, but. Uh, you know, it's a wonderful thing, and it's a wonderful letter that she sent me. And you know, my husband's no longer falling out of bed. I mean, you know, it had happened every night, and then he couldn't, she couldn't get him back into bed, and so it was a, you know, it was a, it was a big problem. So we solved that. So you know, any any time that we can help veterans, certainly we do so. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the, the discounts are all well and good, but. Uh, you know, as I said, we give we give money to the uh, Ben Ashley uh, Veterans Home, and 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 wherever we can help old veterans or young veterans, as far as that goes, uh, we try to do so. You help the young veterans as well, <laughs> most certainly, most certainly. <laughs> we yeah, we uh, uh, we we don't hear from as many young veterans as uh, we do old veterans, and I'd say that's probably a fault on my end, simply because. Uh, I'm not as versed in uh, in the social media as I should be. Yeah, well, that's okay. You're doing a great job. And I mean, <clears throat> the time that we've spent today, I I think that it's clear that your heart and your 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 will to help is very strong. And 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 I just so appreciate that. You know, there's there's times where Mark and I have had in the past. Um, people from a variety of organizations on and and that might be you know the kidney foundation or or whatever it might be and there's always an advocate for people who have those type of ailments and a veteran although he's not there's nothing unique about him in the sense that you know he is just a human but with that veteran tag attached to it you become something else in my mind you have you are etched you are really cut from a different cloth now 
whether people want to agree with that or not agree with that, bottom line is is that there has to be a handout when someone is reaching out. And I don't mean a handout like giving something for free necessarily. It's really just it's a hand up. It's it, it's 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 let me help you. Um, and you, what you talked about just now about the lady who found you because you know Walter Reed. The Ben Ackley, these are great places. Sometimes there's, they don't know where the resources are or where to reach out. You know, remember a couple of years ago when there, there, veterans were having to be on the waiting list for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have to deal with that. And we didn't fight in, fight in any wars. You know, so those are the things it's like, wait a minute, I, I can go down. I don't have to wait on a waiting list. I'm going straight into it. So I'm just saying there's more to it than, okay, you're a veteran. You need to be able to handle this with care and understand the the relevancy behind it. So in in my mind, the young people, you know, I think a simple thing that you could do uh, to reach out to them, number one, is coming on the show. We're going to share it as well, um, as well as, you know, maybe start you up a Facebook page. You know, do you have a Facebook page? I have a uh, uh, very elementary one. Right. Yes. Well, let's get you. Let's get you a middle school one, or at least a high school. <laughs> one. Let's move you because you know. First, actually, let me pose this question to you, Larry. Do you find that your older veterans are a little bit more willing to ask for help than your younger ones? Maybe because hey, they're thinking I I got this. You know, the older veterans are more. You know, I do need help. Well, I think uh, I think. As as they get older and realize that uh, they do need some help, and uh, I think they reach out. But you know, um, on the flip side, you know, um, I think the younger veterans are uh, uh, aware of 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 their limitations, uh, whatever that may be, when they come back, and uh, I think uh, they speak up and 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 talk with people and and ask for. Uh, for help also but mm-hmm. as you alluded to earlier uh you know we've got we still average amazingly so uh uh 22 suicides a day yeah i mean that that is uh outrageous and i talked to the lady at the va at suicide prevention and i asked her i said you know i said do you have a record i said how many of these 22 people have ever been to the va for counseling and she mm-hmm. told me she said well the best account that we have is like uh, maybe five or six, and I said, you know, there's <laughs> we've got to improve on that. We we've got to do something here. So you know that maybe the veterans don't trust the VA. Uh, maybe the lines are too long. Uh, you know, maybe I don't I don't know. But you know, to think that we've got twenty two veterans that uh, take their life every day is. Uh, astonishing and uh we've got to do something about that yeah in the military times not too long ago the department of veteran affairs uh did say that their suicide prevention program has had some success and they said positive outcomes have occurred however not just yet that has not translated into the slowdown of how many we see happening so although we do, you know. I know. I know President Trump has has made efforts, um, and so has uh, others, to really put 
a magnifying glass on the veteran suicide epidemic, it's it's becoming very, very scary. And it's not just a new subject. You know, they're tracking it maybe more now than they were five years ago. I don't know. But um, you you know that PTSD is something that it is it will tell you this disease will tell you that, hey, there's nobody you're alone. You, 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 you can't get help. You're not going to be able to get over this. That's what part of the disease is, you know, fingerprints. Is it telling you that you're you're just it's just you. It's not anybody else. And man, what a what a horrific place to be in. I happen to um, know some guys from church um, and, and and you can share on this, too, where. They were in, he was in Vietnam and you know what? He said, you know, there's things that I, I did. There's things that I saw. There's things that I was required to do that have never left my memory. And, and that's something that people in Vietnam and, and other wars have to deal with. Right. Correct. Correct. I mean, uh, we've all, there's, there's each one of us has a story mm. and some of us want to share that story some of that story or none of that story, you know, but, uh, for sure, each one of us has a story, but, you know, to start, uh, uh, the best way is to, uh, make people more aware of it and, and, and that PTSD. And so, so that's a start. Well, let's start there. And that's a very good start. And, um, a matter of fact, let's post a little, do you mind posting a link to the prevention uh, website for veterans who are looking for that? Uh, we have one more segment here with Larry. Come back right after these messages. Closing time. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. And welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host, as well as Eric. He's in there uh, producing for us, doing an excellent job. I think he's a veteran, too. Oh, Eric is a veteran. I did not know that. He is no, Marine. In the Marine Corps once upon a time. Thank you for your service. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks. We might have to have you on the show one day and and pick your brain. Careful what are your what you thoughts? Wish for. What are your thoughts about um, uh, what the perceived veteran coming back compared to what it was compared to what it is today? Being that you're a newer school veteran. Yeah, I mean, we came back to a whole better better circumstance, and I say we came back. My service was longer than than having to chew on the dirt that these right. guys today um are having to do um i was uh, the the first gulf war is when when i was a vet and mm-hmm. um but i grew up with my dad being a vietnam veteran so i mean i've i've seen that and that's always been close and i've heard you know the stories uh from him you know by the grace of god my my dad is a well adjusted uh vietnam vet and um it has been you know a success story yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a whole different world. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, just the, the amount that is available to today's veteran is so much, so much just night and day compared mm-hmm. to what it was, you know, back during the Vietnam war. Yeah. And not just, yeah. Cause you're right. It's, it's so much, there's so much more out there. So many more resources yes. like with the VA with VA right. uh, or just veterans programs that are, mm-hmm. um, just outside of what the government system, right? You know, I mean, there are so many, you know, great volunteers. There's so many great organizations out there that are that are available uh, yeah. you know, now. 
Yeah, that's so true. And, and, and being able to pair up with those organizations, you know, even if it were in a situation where in, in this Vietnam appreciation program, you know, you're an entity, um, Larry, that's helping veterans, but you have to be, you know, working in partnership with other entities as well. Um, and the, some of the people that you've spoken with and got their endorsements, which I think is is in, is really important for people to know, um, you know, you must have went out and said, "Look, here's what I want to do in your community." Let me let you explain that. And we don't have a lot of time, so you went out into the communities, Blunt County, Knox County, and you before you did that, you wanted to let people know what you were doing, right? Exactly, exactly. I. Uh I went to the uh, mayor of each uh, county, each surrounding county. We've got uh, uh, over 70,000 veterans in knots in the four surrounding counties. And yeah. so I went How many? 70,000. Wow. Yeah. Uh, there's 35,000 here in Knotts County itself. But anyway, I went to, uh, well, the first place I went, I went to see uh, John Duncan mm-hmm. as a U.S. representative and uh, told him what I was trying to do and uh he thought it was a great idea and wrote me a letter of reference, and uh, mm-hmm. that was a good thing. And then after that, um, uh, I went to see uh, Mayor Burchett when, mm-hmm. when he was when he was a mayor, which is a huge, huge supporter of veterans. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he certainly said, "For sure, I'll write you any kind of uh, letter of reference that you want." And and so he did. And so then I got one from. Uh, from Mr. Bradley over in Blunt County, and uh, you know, uh, certainly a big supporter is uh, Miss Terry Frank over in Anderson County, uh, and uh, she also uh, has a veterans breakfast the first uh, the first uh, Saturday of each month, uh, whereby uh, you, if you're a veteran, you can come down and have a free breakfast down at their uh, senior center, and which is a good thing. And she started that. And uh, it caught on hold. It caught hold, and now the uh, the third Saturday of each month, in in Powell at the community center, we have a uh, free breakfast for uh, veterans and their wives, and we have over a hundred veterans and their wives show That's up awesome. at, every every Saturday, the third Saturday of the month, and you know we do the pledge of allegiance and. Uh, you know, we have invocation, and we have uh, the chow line opens at eight thirty, and uh, it's 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 good stuff. That's awesome. I who, love it. Who pays but, for that? Well, that's a good question. We have uh, we go out in the community and we ask for uh, uh, donations, and well, basically, we usually have like uh, like the last one, my Food City uh, sponsored it, and it's uh, three hundred seventy five dollars and. Uh, Bojangles is usually the people that brings down uh, eggs and sausage and biscuits and gravy. And, you know, we old veterans just love that. If you got some <laughs> hot coffee, I mean, you know, we, we're all for that. So, you know, it's yeah. d- different entities uh, uh, paid the 375 for us to have it each month. And it's mm-hmm. it's a great thing. I love that. That And, you know, the other thing that we haven't talked about and don't, <laughs> we won't have time to get into, but – um, you know, having just support groups, I mean, like you got 35,000 veterans in this Knox County area, you know, you, you talked about the hundred having breakfast or over a hundred, you know, in my mind, there's probably a lot of veterans. We, we talked about it earlier that either a don't know about what's going on or, you know, they're just, you know, oh, 
I'm fine. I don't need the I don't need the help. But maybe they really do, you know. And unless they have a friend or family member that are encouraging them to get out and be a part of the community, um, you know, that's something that's in just as an example, our family does meals on wheels. And you know, when we go to a veteran's house, I, I try to spend that extra couple of minutes and just talk to them and just thank them for their service. And, you know, because these guys have given their life for us and some of them, unfortunately, today are shut ins for lack of a better word. You know, they can't get out because maybe their disability or maybe it's because they've got PTSD and they're and they're scared. And there's just so much. And, and um, the fact that you decided you know in 2015 to take some action you know rather than just you know talking about it and complaining about it and saying oh this and that well you just actually got up and did something about it right exactly exactly uh you know it was uh you know i I ran into more and more veterans who would be interested in a discount but didn't know what businesses gave them Mm -hmm. and then i ran into businesses who said you know i wouldn't mind giving a discount to the veterans in the military if i knew how to reach them Mm. So hopefully we are the conduit between the two. Yeah, right. And also we can't lose the fact that, and we're not here to publicize, I mean, maybe a little, but, you know, MIG, we offer veterans loans and the VA does it right. They, that loan is a good loan for veterans. You know, you don't have to pay mortgage insurance. You can get a hundred percent loan. You know, the funding fee is minimal compared to like an FHA loan. Um, if you have disability, I mean, Mark, you want to speak on that, the disability, you actually get the funding fee waived if it's a veteran related disability. That's correct. That's some great stuff for the VA program. And and VA has really streamlined the process too. In the old days, we used to have to mail off, uh, an ATA 80 form to, to get the DD 214, your discharge papers. And that used to take forever, but now they streamline the process. Mm -hmm. They've used technology You can go online. I can pull up your service record just yeah. just like that we with your permission out. of course yeah. yeah if you come in to make a loan application <laughs> we're not we're not uh you the know, CIA. Yeah. No. there's no collusion military intelligence no collusion. oh wait I did. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but well yeah when we used to have to send mark on um horseback to washington to get That's that right. 1880 it was really tough because it would take him a long time but the, the veteran loans, and, and you know, we, Mark was also sharing. This is what I love about networking, and like this is what BNI has provided us. You know, he was mentioning some resources that he would like to help uh, provide you to be able to take out when you talk with veterans, as it relates to the THDA for veterans, money for repairs and rehab, and, and THDA like that. has um, relationships with other nonprofit veteran organizations yeah. that share their money. So yeah. there's networks out here that are really deep. And, you know, before we lose sight of the time, which I think I have, your organization, you know, a lot of these discounts existed, but people just didn't have a resource to go find where the discounts were. Or it's, you know, maybe over here, they've got a few of the businesses over here. But what you've tried to do is create a database of ones that you know of. Is that kind of what what you're doing also? Yes, most certainly. And yeah, most certainly. And we... Uh you know, we we try to list it by uh, by county or by city. Mm-hmm. You know, in Knotts County, as opposed to like if you lived in Anderson County, certainly there's a lot of them there. And mm-hmm. you know, you can just click on Anderson County and find out what uh, which businesses there give a discount. So we try to make it easy for people for veterans to find what businesses give a discount. So it's uh, it's growing and it's uh, it's a good thing. We're 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 trying to help as much as we can. 
Um, so Lowe's, uh, Home Depot. I saw a couple of those. Those are all all over the place, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those are pretty much uh, standard. I mean, whether you live here in East Tennessee or in East Texas, but you national know, programs. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And and we uh, we also we to some extent we tried to keep it local in the sense that we. Uh, we were we were offered by a, a large uh, pharmacy chain if if they would give us an exclusive to just list their pharmacies, mm-hmm. and uh, we said no, no, we're not going to do that. Well, so, just you know, McDonald's. If you're down on the strip and you want a free coffee, you know that that is you, that is what you deserve. You get a free coffee because that's what they do for their veterans. You know, uh, Southeastern Termite and Pest Control. You're going to get a ten to twenty percent discount depending on the service. You, you've got Riggs Hospital Supplies, Dion Construction, uh, Master Academy of Barbering barbering wilkerson windows and gutters it list goes on and on and i would encourage people to go to veterans appreciation program.com we're going to have it linked on the housing hour check out what he's done and put together and encourage him and give him some feedback and support thank you so much larry for coming in thank you for having me absolutely mark thank you thank you eric we'll see you next time right here on the housing hour That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and why not you need to know, so come here to find out. Also, check us out at thehousinghour.com. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.